Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboy, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. Good evening, my duties. It is Wednesday, March 27th, 2019. It's your smoking nephew, Blazing Rye. And uh, I would like to welcome back the Richter to my O'Brien, the McMahon to my Carson, the Vicky to my Lawrence, the Burnett to my Carol, the Laurel to my Hardy, the Costello to my Abbott, the Lucy to my Desi, and the Lucille to my George, and of course, the shade to my battering while Mrs. Jonathan Weeks. Mrs. Jonathan, how are you, man? So lately, been wondering who will be there to take your place when I'm gone. You'll need love. And I'll some yeah. smiles on your face. Billy Zang, oh hey, how along the way. For all the time, if I could, then I would. I'd go wherever you will go, way up high or down low. I'll go wherever you may go. If a grave away shall fall, and fall upon us so, I'll never something new to bring me back to you. If I could, if I could, I could, you know, I go wherever you will go. I go wherever you can go. It'll rain away Oh, Lord. Oh, man. Oh, Lordy. Oh, Lordy. Well, the funny thing what? is, I just, uh, I, just, I just listened to that song not too long ago. Oh, did you really? What was the context? Uh, I was looking at some old uh, music, and uh, I, had, I, I did like a YouTube uh, search, and uh, that was one of the songs. That, that's The Calling, right? Yes, uh, The Calling. Now no one will ever listen to that song again. <laughs> Do I sound crazy to you? I, I, I feel like I'm echoing like crazy. You sound like you're in the walls of my building. Let me see if, let me see if I can change this. <laughs> What's going on here? Hello, hello. You're is that better? That or worse? Is this better or worse? That's terrible. That's a little <laughs> bit better. Oh, let's see. see. Better or worse? Number one better or number two? I think it might just be the room I'm in. There might be echo in the room I'm in. Let me try this. Hang you on. Hang on. The walls or something. You Hang on to your ears. Hello, hello. How's that? No, that's worse. Ooh, okay. Worse. Nope. Hello, hello. Yeah, it's no, got to be no. this way. 
But it's got to be this one. It can't be the other one because if I go all the way over here, this is not right. Yeah, this is crazy. All right. So, like, if I use if I use the other one, if I use this one, I'll go wherever you will go. Way up that sounds better. <laughs> that sounds better. Go down low. All right. Well. I, I, okay. Anyway, what do you have to say for yourself? Uh, not much. I have no excuses. No excuses at all. Uh, it's what it, it's been like six months plus. Uh, since, no, you know, eight it, months. It, it, eight months. Yeah. Oh, oh Lord, I, you know, I, I blame it on the job. I blame it on the. Uh, 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 <laughs> no, I blame it on the job. The job has just been terribly, uh, terribly stressful and uh, just time-consuming, eating away at everything. I blame moving here to Arlington and D.C. It's just a, a terrible environment. Uh, you know, i got to get back to, uh, you know, something with, with sanity. This is just not right. You know, but literally, it's been the job. You know, I've been just focused 100% on the job and uh, have very little life and uh, – you know, that's what's happened. But, uh, you know, I had to make it back for one show a month, and we're going to do it, and uh, we're going to make this regular. So I apologize to you and the fans, or the fans, the one <laughs> fan uh, out there. But, uh, yes, I'm back, baby. I'm back. Jerry, I'm back. Yeah. We're going to make it as regular as Weeks' um, digestive tract. That's right, <laughs> Do I sound crazy? I, I sound completely insane to, to me. What is happening? You do, oh, you wait. No, like what? You're, you're, are you in the what wall me? right now? Oh, no. This is way worse. Hang on. Let me turn this. That's Hello, terrible. Hello. That's much worse. Yes. Wait. Let me take off my headphones that was for a second. Awful. Hi. Hey, oh. Hey. I think it's just the room. I think it's just the room I'm in. What room are you in? Well, this what is supposed to be. So I'll tell you what we did is uh, the third roommate left, and I oh, says no. I says to my roommate, oh, "Why don't we convert that back room into a creative space for both of us?" So so we did. So this was supposed to be way better back here, but it's but I sound crazy. <laughs> I like it. I think it may add to a certain uh, level of strangeness to the show. I like it. <laughs> let's, do it let's do it. It sounds like you're in the wall of the, your room. Well, I'll try to wall. I'll try to dick around with the sound. Uh, this whole show is just going to be me. When anyway, um, so what else have you been up to other than work? You said work is a hundred percent of what you're doing. Have you done anything else? Yeah, uh, work is like a hundred percent. It's like controlling my life. You know, I have to say, I don't like, uh, uh, you know, I, you know, I got a intermediate level management position since I've been here and, uh, it's just kind of terrible. Actually, it's, uh, now you're, I feel even more sandwiched between, uh, upper management and my, uh, lower level management. And, uh, I have less of a say and less of a, ability to do anything and also um no i mean you know my dad's been going through some health issues but uh you know that's that's not been as terrible as it sounds uh, but uh you know it's really just been the job and uh, i'm just too stressed out and it's just not i, I don't enjoy it at all you know it's, it actually turns me off from management i'd rather just be a regular joe schmo you know working like an employee 
Yeah. You know what oh. I was thinking about, about your, uh, it, uh, you had some very important credentials when we were in uh, Georgia and you left them with a hotel staff that ensured for three days in a row that they did not clean the room that we expressly asked them to clean. And I was wondering, why do you think that it was better to leave yeah. your important documents with the creepy hotel staff downstairs where everything's out in the open rather than leave it in the room where only the, the bang maid can see it? You're right, because uh, uh, either the, the room must have had a safe or you're right, because nobody came into the room to clean it, so you know, that must have been the safest place to be. Uh, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it after the second day that they didn't clean it. And then the third time, it was just uh, ridiculous. Like they were, they played, I didn't know why I put the, the stuff there with the, uh, the front desk. That made no sense whatsoever. Uh, and I will never do that again. And that was a, yeah, that was a shady hotel. That was a weird hotel, too. I, they never, did they do anything for us? They did, right? They, no. They, they, they took like, like one-fifth off or something like that. Something so, you know, minute. I don't think they even did that. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, yes. That's terrible. So, with my feet, my feet smell terrible. <laughs> that has to do with anything. You know, I, I always think, I, you know, not a month goes by where I think, oh, man, I should have gave Andrew a gift. I never bought him a gift, you know. Oh, yeah. No, me neither. I don't do wedding gifts. I, don't, I, I never give people wedding gifts. I know. I know. But yes, I, you're right. You're right. I, I haven't even talked to Andrew. I don't even know what he's up to. What, is, have you spoken to him at all? Uh, he's, he sent me some picture of some guy he said looked like me at some baseball game he was at, and he said he thought it was <laughs> pops from the side or something. And then I said, I said, I'm at Quali right now. And I sent him a picture. I was front row at Talib Quali. Oh, and, oh, wow. uh, and, and so he was like, word. And that was like the last we spoke. So he sent me some. And I couldn't even see the guy in the picture because I didn't have my glasses on. Oh, <laughs> no. let me ask you. You're, yeah. you, you say you're working all the time. Do you find you're able to save money? Southern Connecticut from New Haven County. I think we have issues with money for some reason. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right because uh, I just I just feel like I gotta spend some money. It's just uh, and I, I spend it all. It's ridiculous. But I think it's also the city. You know, I could probably save a lot more if I was living in the country. Of course, I would make less, but uh, I'd probably save a lot more because I have less to do. Uh, uh, but uh, everything's just more expensive in the city. Transportation. Uh, you know, there's more mm -hmm. things to do. Uh, food is expensive as hell, uh, you know, including grocery shopping, going out to eat, uh, you know, uh, not good. 
not good. So yeah. But yes, I'm trying to more consciously save because I do want to buy a place and not rent for the rest of my life. Uh, you know, so uh-huh. I am trying to do more of that. But uh, it's gonna be quite a while, especially with student loans. Student loans are killer. They're a killer. Well, so you mentioned what I think you really hit the nail on the head there because food is, you know, I don't cook. I don't know if you cook. I don't cook. And no. just ordering Grubhub or Seamless or Caviar or whatever Uber Eats or whatever you've got there, you know, you could be spending up to $40, $60 a day on that shit. And that really can yep. can can add up and I think that that's been my downfall so I'm trying to get that shit together but it is it's difficult when you're a creature of habits and when you know you, right. you grew up and, and you, you stopped at the deli to get a, a, a grinder on the way home from the guy Tom who that's made right. the grinder and he all the flies were flying around in the cereal boxes <laughs> no, I, I agree yeah I, I use Grubhub and then they got DoorDash over here and yeah Oh, the, those fees they they charge are exorbitant. So it's it's like uh, <laughs> on top of that, and then food. You're right. It's like fifty, sixty dollars. You're not getting away from that that number uh, if you want to eat and eat well uh, for the day. Yeah. And uh, you're right. It's convenient too. It's also uh, you know I'm exhausted at the end of the day. I don't want to cook and do all that kind of nonsense. You know what? They really should have services where you can like hire not hire a chef. I mean that's that's there, but you know. Uh, if you live in an apartment building or something like that, within a block, someone who will cook you meals. I don't know. You know, somebody who's interested in making a couple dollars on the side or something like that. I wouldn't mind that. Somebody comes well, to maybe, the kitchen and cooks. Maybe you can go on TaskRabbit and hire that person. I might do that. I didn't even know such a thing uh, existed. I, I, might, I might do that. I would buy the supplies and just tell them, make me stuff. And they would come here and I think that would be better. It would probably be healthier and it would probably be cheaper in the end. You know? Well, what if they're a serial killer? That's true. Well, then I... Uh, <laughs> then you definitely hire them. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, I, by the way, I, you know, just now when I said maybe hire someone off TaskRabbit, I, it sounds like my, the way that my voice sounds in my headphones, right, it sounds like I'm like God saying, and hire someone on TaskRabbit. I don't know don't what is like going <laughs> on with this microphone, but it is driving me completely bat batty. Um, I love it. Let me uh, let me let me ask you about Billy Idol. How do you feel about Billy Idol? Billy Idol, he's uh, Moni and Moni Moni, and uh, you know the, the remix I think, and uh, uh, Rebel Yell, and uh, uh, he's dancing by myself, right? Dancing with myself. I like Billy Idol. I think he's very good. He's got good style. He's got kind of the uh, quintessential 80s and uh, and the wedding singer, and he looks angry all the time with his uh, spiked blonde hair. He looks like a punk, and uh, I like him. I like Billy Idol. He's got uh, good energy to his music. Yeah, so I saw that Billy Idol was going to be – I think that's an accurate description. We didn't need his whole biography, but thank you for that. But I think that uh, (laughs) – did you hear that? Or am I the only one who heard that? Did you hear that just now? No, I didn't hear anything. What was that? Oh, my God. I'm losing my fucking mind. Anyway. you got to get out of that room. Get out of that room now. I know. Um, so, Billy Idol is going to be at Town Hall in New York, which is just a block away from where uh, I spend a lot of time. So, uh, he's there tonight and tomorrow. 
So when I bought the tickets initially, I bought one ticket for myself to see Billy Idol at Town Hall a block away. And it, with fees and everything, it cost $85. And that was one of the cheaper tickets, right? So it cost $85 with the fees and everything. So, you know, it was like 60 or something, then you got all the fees. So then I noticed that for the, and then the show sold out on Ticketmaster, but then the resell tickets, Guess how much money the cheapest ticket for Billy Idol was for tonight's show at Town Hall? 120. No. Good. No. More? Take another guess. Take another guess. Uh, 150. All right. It's, it's it's less than your first guess. Guess. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's probably uh, uh, 75. Six. What? Six dollars. What? Six dollars on StubHub. The cheapest seats on StubHub today for tonight's show were six dollars. And I paid $85 and I could have waited and paid six, literally six dollars. Then with fees and everything would have been about 10 bucks. So, and then tomorrow I seen the cheapest tickets were like 10 bucks. So I don't know why the show sold out in the first place on Ticketmaster. If the resale tickets were going to go for $6, but I mean, that's, that's like, that's first off, that's insulting to Billy Idol. And second of all, that's, uh, that is a very good deal. If you, you know, go last minute and get the $6 ticket, it's an amazing deal. That's one of the most insane deals I've ever heard of. I've never even heard of $6 anything. There's not even $6 movie tickets on no, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, Tuesdays or whatnot. I mean, this is ridiculous. Are you kidding me? Billy Idol for $6? That's insane. Yes. The, the punk pop rock legend, Mr. 80s himself, from The Wedding Singer and everything, $6. So you could see Billy Idol in concert, which is probably a couple hours, for the price of three iTunes downloads of Billy Idols. That's insane. It's, That's like it's probably song. it's probably le- it's probably less than one song. I haven't looked at the prices of iTunes lately, but I think it's gone up. You're right. I mean, this is insane. That, <laughs> You know, I don't know who wouldn't want to see Billy Idol for six dollars. I mean, you know, he's he's phenomenal. He's a, an icon. He's a, he really is an icon. He doesn't get enough respect. I think he's under under uh, underrated. I agree. Voice. I just hope he's wearing his. Sh- <laughs> just hope he's wearing wedding. his shirt. Yeah, nice day for a white wedding. And white like, nice wedding. day to start again. Oh, he's got that weird song, right? Eyes with face. Without a face. <laughs> what the what? I, I, yeah, I'm without a face. No, I, I think it's uh, eyes without a face. <laughs> eyes without a face. Eyes without a face. You're making this up. Eyes without a face. Billy Idol. 
<laughs> How do you even have eyes without a face? It still reminds me of that movie Tusk, know. where they turned Justin Long into a walrus. <laughs> yeah, I think it's that older Turkel. I think that's, a, I, that's what he's talking about. Oh. oh. I've seen that this oh. owner Turkel movie where uh, I think I rented it on Amazon. And what, it's like, Knight? no, not that one. It, he's actually in it, and it's like the the so owner to Kel for for the listener uh, is a, get, a previous guest of the show. He's very funny. He's a director and an actor, and he was in this movie that's like half or mostly documentary and partly fiction. Like his character and his sister's character are fictional, um, but but the the movie is like a documentary, and they talk about this. Uh, lady uh, who runs this like sex ring and all this like dark underage shit and stuff. And in the movie, and I don't want to ruin it, but I'm about to. Um, so spoiler alert. But in the movie, towards the end, like owner is sitting there at the at a hearing at, at like a court sentencing or a court, uh, not a sentence, but a hearing where um, the lady comes in this, you know, alleged villain and sits just a few seats away from him, and he just, like, looks over at her, and it's very crazy. It's very, like, chilling, because the whole thing is about the kind of evil deeds that she's doing, and then he ends up sitting a couple seats away from her when she walks into the courthouse. You, you should really take a look and watch that. i got to figure out what it is. Oh, I think it's called Booger Red. Booger Red. Booger Red. Okay, I'll look that up. Booger Red. I'm looking up his uh, filmography right now. He's actually yeah. put out uh, almost a, uh, one or two films a year. Actually, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, he's Owner, pretty prolific. This is very, uh, I'd say, very impressive. And he's got, you know, that movie Girlfriend was a big, big deal, right? They, they advertised the heck out of that movie. Did they? I don't remember a lot of advertisement about that. I saw, like, um, uh, a lot of uh, stuff on uh, Ellen, and uh, I, you know, I just saw a lot of uh, news about it. I was like, and then I saw Owner Turkel's name. I was like, what? Oh, my God, Owner Turkel. <laughs> Isn't Jason Selvig? No, man. I know we do, but isn't Jason Selvig on in Girl Fight? Doesn't he like give his sperm to Alicia Silverstone or Cat Fight? Cat Fight. That's what it is. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I think he is actually. Yeah, Looking he totally up. is. Yeah, he is. Yep, and he's in Summer of Blood. That's how they met. Oh my God, Selvig got an IMDb. Yeah, Selvig does a lot. He's- Come a long way from dumping cornflakes on your ass. <laughs> North Palm Wrestling, is he still doing that stuff? I don't think so. I hope not. Oh, <laughs> uh, he was a good kid, but uh, he, was, he was funny. He was a good kid. Owner, we got to get our owner on the show. I agree, but we got to fix my mic before we have him back on. He's going to flip out. That mic. So I got an email. Great song. I got an email from from Julian Mosley, and I would like to read it to you. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> He's not getting married, is he? The subject is Team Justin. So that's the subject, Team Justin, and he goes, "Hey team, I hope this email finds you all well." My name is Julian, and I'm sure I've met most of you, and if I haven't, looking forward to it. Soon, our dear friends Justin and Paola will be getting married. 
In the spirit of celebration of this awesome time, the weekend of April 12th, 13th, or 26th, 27th, we are honing in on for the bachelor festivities. I like the weekend of April 26th, 27th as the Easter holiday and some of the chaos that comes with it will all be done. However, need to know which ones work better for the majority of the group. Additionally, here is Justin's look for the wedding. Thin lapels create some continuity, but we also want everyone to be economically smart. My ask is everyone reply to this email with what your looks are and if either of these weekends work for you so we can plan accordingly. Looking forward to hearing dash slash seeing you all best, Julian. Uh, first off, let me tell you, Weeks, I am not a groomsman in this wedding, and I do not know why he's telling me about thin lapels. Now, that's the first thing. So then everyone starts writing back to him, talking about, oh, I'm in, I'll, I'll do this, and go to blacktux.com. Yeah, blacktux.com. I'll echo Christian's question on, oh, look up St. Venus Theater. It's pretty dope and super laid back. I have no clue what the hell they're talking about. Um, and they're talking about, oh, I can hang on Friday afternoon, blah, blah, blah. So then I wrote this. What's up, boss? Oh, no. And I wrote this just to Julian. What's up, boss? I retired from bachelor parties after John Robert Wallace Murphy's. In terms of the look, I'm not a groomsman, so I don't know what you want me to say here. Love you, miss you. Hope to see you soon at a time that is not whatever weekend her bachelor party is. Much love, PTB. And that's all I said. <laughs> that's appropriate. I mean, who's Justin anyways? Do you know that guy? Yeah, Justin from, you know, the the kid who's like, hey, buddy, how's it going, buddy? You know, like the kid from that he used to live oh, with yeah, in Astoria. Yeah, okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> no, that's so, fine. I, I totally uh, think that's a legitimate response. You, you can't go. You're, you're not going to – you're going to hate it. It's going to be terrible, especially with Julian. Oh, my God, oh, dude. Then – no. Then I – and I love Julian, but I, 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 yeah. I, no, I'm retired from bachelor parties. And also – I um, uh, uh, RSVP'd to the wedding, uh, which is in May. It's in the Bronx, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Um, and I figure, okay, I'll RSVP to the wedding. I'll just have to go to the wedding. Mm-hmm. That'll be fine. Right. But let me find out when I fill out the RSVP shit online, it asks all these insane questions like, are you single and ready to mingle? Are you married? Are you wanting to sit with your friends from college? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? And it was the most insane RSVP for anything I've ever seen. Like, I don't want to give my whole biography to some wedding planners. <laughs> you know what? I got a what? similar uh, future, well, prospective wedding story. So my buddy oh, no. from... Uh, uh, GW, uh, living in New Jersey, is going to get married. You know, close guy, close friend. And, uh, uh, you know, it, it happened for over, not overnight, but it, they only knew each other for a year, uh, he and his significant other. And, yeah. uh, you know, so I, I, I immediately got to save the date. I was like, oh, God, no. <laughs> and um, he starts contacting me like, you know, oh, wait, can you uh, review our uh, – our, our venue contracts. Oh, weeks. Can you what? review our? Uh, yeah, I don't know why he would trust me to even review that. First of all, secondly, he was asking me all these contracts to review. So, uh, the other one was the photography contract. I've never seen more complex contracts in my life. I don't know what the hell's going on there. But um, 
you know, you know, and, and the funny thing was, like, you know, subliminally, uh, you know, subliminally, I was really trying to dissuade him from getting married. It was really funny, actually. I was like, what? I was like, Rich, this is, I, I was, I was like, Rich, this is a very complex contract. Uh, are you sure you want to get married? I mean, this is gonna, this is gonna lock you into at least thirty thousand dollars for the venue, and if you're not uh, sure about the date, you're gonna lose at least one third of that. Are you sure you want to do that? So we would go back and forth, back and forth. And the funny thing is, you know, I, I'm not sure if I did this intentionally, but uh, oh, no. the funny thing is, he he, he put it off. And <laughs> actually, they went through a, actually they went through like a little, uh, you know, uh, you know, they had some issues. They almost were not getting married. And then uh, I don't know if I was if that influential, but I was kind of like trying to <laughs> gear him towards not <laughs> just so I could not go to the wedding. <laughs> That's what you got to do, man. You got. We have wasted so much of our lives on other people's <laughs> weddings that it's time. It's our time to control yeah. what they do. It's our time to yeah. cancel their weddings. Hashtag yeah. CTW. That's right. It's our time to shine. It's our time to sabotage these weddings. We. Yes. I, I am going to do everything in my power. To make sure this wedding does not happen. Yes, you must. There's no other choice. There's no other choice. And the funny thing, is she doesn't. She doesn't let me meet her. I want to meet her so I can, you know, oh. either make a fool out of him or make a fool out of myself in the process and uh, make her not want to marry him. But uh, just so I don't have to run the wedding. Sorry. Well, yeah. The second I feel like the second she meets you, she'll question her entire existence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's why he's not letting me see her until the wedding. That's the funny thing about it. Uh, yeah, but either I way. Her somehow. What? <laughs> you know what you should do? You should get a bunch of your friends on the phone and, and call her and ask her about going to his bachelor party and make sure he can go. <laughs> we put the bricks in that church, Andrew. All right. John Weeks, I got to stop right now because do you know what time it is? Why? Oh, my God, is it the Hazemus And joining us from the West Coast... <laughs> is the Phyllis Diller of Internet Radio, Mr. David Bowers. Mr. The David, how are you, sir? Oh, David Bowers. The Phyllis Diller. <laughs> I don't know. David Bowers. And people, too. But I'm doing fine. How are you, right? Good, good. I was so glad to see that you're still alive. And so was I. Um, I didn't. I didn't know if Weeks was alive for a while because we haven't done the show in eight months. I don't know if you heard, David. Oh, no. Yeah, I I had noticed you by your absence, and uh, it was disturbing. <laughs> but now that now that the show's on, now you're more disturbed than you were. I bet. Uh, well, it, it was it was almost a pregnant pause. You were about a month premature, but. Uh... <laughs> well, so first up. Is and and I don't know what's going on with my mic, David. I sound like I'm um, the Almighty 
sending you messages from above, and I can't do anything about it, and I'm sorry. I thought you were doing it from Tammany Hall or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, yes, or Carnegie Hall. You know how to get to Carnegie Hall? How do you get to Carnegie no. Hall? Practice, practice, practice. I knew there was a line there somewhere. <laughs> All right. Well, who have you got? And by the way, this is uh, the David's first time, uh, many times on the show, but his first time doing the Hot Mess Awards, usually delivered by a wizard who lives on Waverly Place. So you have some wizardly shoes to fill, and I'll let you kick it off with your first Hot Mess of the night. Well, it's, uh, it's going to be tough to, to top that wedding story. I was really... Uh, I was really getting into that, but uh, uh, there, are a, there are a couple of things. Uh, one, there was a man who displayed a bit more than art in a Moscow gallery stroll. Uh, well, maybe just a different kind of art. He seems he took a stroll through Moscow's state Tretyakov gallery in what uh, was described as an unsanctioned performance. Uh, the Russian news agency reported that he stripped down to his skimpy underwear and calmly strolled the gallery uh, with nearly naked Russian or something, but uh, that's my thrill. <laughs> this is the most prepared hot mess award that's ever been given. Yeah. That's, that's, yes, that's number one. <laughs> yeah. Usually Tom Fogarty says, ah, what about the real housewives in New Jersey? You see, you hear about that? You hear about that? <laughs> and we well, and I have no clue what he's talking about. Ever. <laughs> you, you, you did give me 30 or 40 minutes to prepare, so. <laughs> yes, and I, did, and I did read about that. I remember, because I almost put that in the joke off, where the guy goes through the, the uh, it was like the headline was like, this guy in Russia goes through a museum naked and puts on an art show. And, and then the punchline was going to be, uh, well, I'll say, or something to that effect. What's your second hot mess, David? You're, you're going to love these, the next two. Okay. Uh, oh, one of them was the Catholic Church, uh, which is always <laughs> good for one or more. Uh, it seems, you know, they've been beset with some problems lately, not the least oh, yeah. of which is inappropriate touching. Well, recently, mm -hmm. the Pope visited a Catholic shrine in Loretto, and he repeatedly withdrew his right hand as the people in line tried to kiss the ring. And the footage, of course, went viral. And the Pope's refusal entered what's known as the Catholic cultural wars between conservatives and progressives, you know, like everything else in the world. And LifeSite News, <laughs> which is a conservative Catholic website that often criticizes the Pope, called the episode disturbing. And I, I oh. thought it was really, really good to know that the church is finally addressing the serious issues that confront it. <laughs> <laughs> As like you're a regular Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> well, you you just you just have that uh, you just have that analytical thing going strong tonight, don't you? Uh, so it's <laughs> Sinead O'Connor. Yes. Uh, I'm almost oh. I'm almost afraid to hear what's next. <laughs> well, as long as it's not Roseanne, then we'll do fine. But actually, weeks <laughs> weeks, you know that um, you are not outnumbered tonight. Yes, I believe, I believe. I believe the David is more along your political views than mine. Yes. Oh my God! 
Well, it's, it it's been a couple Rocky. of years since uh, it's been a couple of years since I was allowed on the show. So you know, <laughs> you gotta have this guy on the show every time. This, yes. Bogarty's out. <laughs> no, it feels it feels amazing. I mean, we got to do this more often. Um, and what is your third and final hot mess, sir? Well, we I guess you all know about Cardi B. Uh, mm. That she was drugged mm-hmm. and robbed. She drugged and robbed men because she had limited options. Well, she said that I made the choices that I did at the time because I had very limited options. Uh, she ended oh. that statement by explaining that the men she referred to in the old video were men that she dated oh. or was involved with, and that they were conscious, willing, and aware. And I'm really impressed. Oh. I'm reassured to know she had more class than Cosby. <laughs> um, well, I gotta ask, why is your Cardi B impression? Why does it sound just like Carol Channing? Well, I figured under the circumstances, it was only appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Um, are you two lubed up and ready to joke off? You know it. Let's, David. All right, let's open it up. All right. All right. Um, I don't even remember what the joke off theme is anymore. What was the last one that you can remember, Weeks? Oh, my gosh. That was the uh, joke to rule the world. Oh, yeah. The Alan Thick. I don't think I have that anymore. Yeah, I lost it. David, you ever lose a bunch of your audio files uh, because on Block Talk Radio, they say they emailed you about past payment or whatever because your credit card changed, but then they never actually emailed you and it's not on your spam or anything, and then they decide to remove everything from your switchboard? No, I haven't had that problem. I uh... I hope I never do, but <laughs> no, yeah. I <laughs> Not fun. All right, sir. Kick you us know, off the David Powers. Well, since I understand the cue this time, you have to remember, everyone, the last time I was on the show, Ryan didn't have all these little theme songs and audio tricks he played. So, you know, I figured when mm-hmm. you go for it, it's time to go for it. But anyway, yesterday, <laughs> after... Hey, I haven't got to the punchline. Hold the laughter. Yesterday, after all the charges were dropped against him, uh, good old Jesse Smollett addressed the media by thanking his family and friends for their support as he staged a press conference. And it's Jesse, so I do mean staged. (laughs) 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 Whatever you do, don't pay with a check. That's what that means. That's a lesson learned. Never be uh, <laughs> Yeah, and if you're going to hire a couple, couple white power racists, don't make them black. <laughs> well, that's inclusionary. I mean, you know, he's just trying to be fair. Yeah, equal opportunity. Actually, exactly. Bank, had to make an emergency landing in Bakersfield 
where they boarded a bus to take them to their destination. Everything was going very smoothly until Dennis Hopper showed up. <laughs> I, I knew Weeks would like that one. Yeah, I love that one. That was, that's a great one. Dennis Hopper hates buses. I don't know what it is, but he hates buses. He loves taking over buses and terrorizing people on buses. I'm not sure what it is. Particularly ones with Keanu on them. Mel B revealed to Piers Morgan this week that she and fellow Spice Girl Jelly Hollowell had sex. Mel made damn sure before they banged that Ginger Spice got with her friends. (laughs) You gotta get with my friends. (laughs) Too lately, I'm wondering. Who will be there to take your place? Art without a face. <laughs> this show has become much more musical than it used to be. Well, do you know, speaking of, do you know a Billy Idol song called, that goes, Eyes without a face? Because I think Weeks is making it up. No, there's a song yeah. called I would. I don't face. doubt it, but I would have to. I would have to investigate to be sure. I, I couldn't say for certain. Well, you know what, David? I was telling Weeks. I told Weeks earlier that that uh, you know I'm going to see Billy Idol tomorrow night at Town Hall. He's there for two nights tonight and tomorrow, and I, I paid face value for the ticket when it came out, uh, which was with fees and everything, eighty-five dollars. And then I look on StubHub today, and guess how much? Tickets in the same section are going for today. Not a clue. Six dollars. Six. Can't believe it. Six dollars. I'm surprised he isn't canceling the concert. (laughs) That's an insult. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's the thing is that all the Ticketmaster tickets sold out, but on StubHub, the resale tickets weren't doing anything. So people bought the tickets, but, uh, you know, whoever was trying to flip them, uh, it's not, they're yeah. not going to have success doing it. They lost their jury oh, on that one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> TDB. Yeah, I was thinking it's getting a little quiet here. Uh, talking about music. <laughs> Pregnant pause. pop icon Scott Walker of the Walker Brothers died, as you know, this week at the age of 76, whereas Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker just seems like he's dead. <laughs> That's right. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Pennsylvania man Daniel Sober was arrested in Butler County earlier this month for drunk driving. In his defense, Daniel said, but I've been sober my whole life. Yeah. Oh, Oh, man. New Jersey father, Chris Ferry's sons, rented a $2,000 billboard in Atlantic City, which gave out Ferry's phone number and urged people to call it to wish him a happy birthday. Ferry estimates he got about 15,000 calls that day. The following day, he made one to a hitman. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I blame him. I would too. <laughs> yup. <laughs> well, top this. A British woman was hospitalized after an intense impending orgasm caused her to have a stroke during oral sex. It knocked her unconscious. I want, I want some of what she's having. <laughs> a Calabasas vehicle pursuit suspect broke out into dance moves once outside his car when the highway patrol caught up with him. Well, yeah, what do you expect him to do? Perform a concierto? <laughs> hey, if you've ever been to Calabasas, you wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> oh, man. A Saudi Airlines jet had to turn around after a mother left her baby at the airport. The mother could be heard saying to her husband, well, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> And take us home to David Bowers. You got it. It was an Instagram live video over the weekend. And uh, rapper Cardi B, again, Cardi B, uh, she confessed to drugging and robbing men (laughs) when she was working as a stripper, as we kind of alluded to earlier. She then tweeted, I'm that bitch they love to hate, and I love it. To which Bill Cosby (laughs) replied, Well, how do you want to be introduced? (laughs) <laughs> oh very nice let's close it up we got to close it up where's the where's the is this the closing music to the joke off weeks uh let's see yeah oh, yep. yeah oh great one this yeah. is a great one yeah look at that brass section oh, yeah child things are gonna get easier <laughs> Things are gonna get better. <laughs> so, uh, David Bowers, what, what, uh, before we let you go, what have you got in the pipeline? Are you still doing your awards show? Oh yeah, and uh, we've had the, we had an amazing year last year. This year is looking like it's going to be another great one. We had some great guests and had the privilege of meeting a lot of coming up artists uh we've also had uh, we've also had some specials of uh a new album presentations either pre-release or at release uh we yeah. had uh, a couple of native Amer- yeah you, you you were you were gonna say something <laughs> uh, weeks just had a stroke i think oh <laughs> he's having some of whatever that uh that woman with the cardiac arrest had. I <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Continue, David. Sorry. Sorry, David. Oh, I hate. Listen, that's, that's quite all right. As long as you don't laugh at the straight lines, everything's cool. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's, been a, uh, it's been a good run. We're in our sixth year now, and uh, we've, got, we've got some more surprising artists. We've got uh, some British artists coming back. We're talking with... Uh, uh, some other artists from various parts of the world, which is really neat because we get to not only hear the upcoming artists, but we get a uh, we get a perspective on what it's like for breaking artists in other parts of the world. And this uh, current week, we had a return guest, uh, a blues man from uh, Florida, by way of Montreal originally, but uh, uh, he uh, 
went through a an emotional thing. He and his wife split, and he was reorganizing his band and everything. He met a young lady, and they hit it off almost immediately. They've got a, a new album that just came out. Uh, his name is Frank Robert, and uh, which is French for Robert for the uninitiated. And her name is Cindy Bear, as in the animal bear. Uh, so they go by the uh, by the moniker of Bear and Robert. And they've got an interesting blend of, uh, of blues and folk and Americana, uh, which is uh, really pleasant to listen to and a bit unusual because you don't think of uh, blues, folk, Americana mixes. But it, uh, they do a nice job of it, and it works. And that was a very interesting show. But, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff coming up this year, some really, really interesting and, uh, in some cases, surprising guests, but uh, some great music. Cool. And where can people go? You can find us here on Blog Talk yes. Radio at uh, blogtalkradio.com slash the David Bowers Weekly. Awesome. And the show is called the David Bowers Awards. Are you, is, is it still on Sundays? Yes, it, uh, it premieres Sundays at uh, 2 p.m. Eastern and that's 7 p.m. UTC which is subject to change. I don't know. They don't go to daylight saving time the same time we do. So it uh, keeps me on my toes trying to figure out what the different times are around the world. But yeah, 2 p.m. Eastern. You know that I had uh, that, course, David forever after that. I had you right in uh, via via Stitcher and Overcast and the Apple Podcasts app and iTunes and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Am I correct in there? Exactly. Exactly. And it's the, uh, stays on the blog talk radio archives uh, forever. Yes. Um, you know, weeks one time, David uh, came in and co-hosted uh, the show, and there was a, a British singer on the show named Robbie Boyd. I had him on once. After that, David had him on his show about 15 times. <laughs> wow. It wasn't quite that many, but uh, yeah. <laughs> he, was, uh, he was an entertaining <laughs> performer, and uh, he, he does a lot of busking, or at least he was doing at the time, and it was neat because he had the the live street perspective, and uh, my audience loves his music. So, yeah, I did have him on uh, several times, and thank you very much, Ray. <laughs> no problem. You can poach. Just, just don't poach weeks. <laughs> That's true. Um, and before David goes weeks, uh, who is – Who's a new hot young band that you think that I might want to recommend to David right now, or one that you recommend to David right now? Whoa, uh, new hot young band. Uh, there's not a whole lot that I'm listening to nowadays, but I've, I've been getting into uh, a young band out of, uh, well, I think America. Uh, it's called The Inhalers. It's uh, actually fronted by uh, Bono's young son. And I was oh, listening God. to a song called... Uh, I know, I know. I'm a big YouTube fan, so uh, check the inhalers. The inhalers are good. So I'm following the uh, the, the, the gene line there. But uh, the inhalers are a good band. They're they're really good, solid music and uh, very simple actually. Very much in line with uh, YouTube. The inhalers. Hmm, interesting. The I'm inhalers. One back that I've. I'm going to give you one back just as a way of saying thank you. I've got coming on. Uh, I don't know the date. It's uh, late April or May. But it's a uh, it's a female group fronted by a girl who had her own group and now has reformed, and they call themselves the Spear Shakers. 
<laughs> That's what I said. But hey, they do they do some good stuff. They do some good rock, a little blues touch, and they get on it. Right. <laughs> I would imagine Check so. Um, and <laughs> David, I want to tell tell you about. I don't know if I've told you about them before, but they're a, a band, three brothers from Chelsea, New York, named Adam, Jack, and Ryan, and they're called AJR. And uh, I've been uh, rocking with them since before they were big, but now they're getting bigger. Like um, the a couple of years ago, not even saw them at Bowery Ballroom, a couple hundred people. They're about to play Radio City um, and go on, you know, a, a big, big uh, headlining tour. So I highly recommend you check out AJR. Also, Rivers Cuomo from Weezer likes them so much that he did a, a song with them called Sober Up that you may have heard that ended up uh, charting on, on alternative radio. And then that led to their next song, Burning Down the House or Burning the House Down. That was on alternative radio. And it's crazy because they're like kind of a, a indie pop electro band, maybe you would say. But then they've, they've had these huge alternative hits. It's crazy. But they're so talented and they're very nice and they know me by now. And I think that they probably have a restraining order against me. <laughs> well, I will try to exploit that situation. Thank you. Yes, please do. In fact, I went, I planned a trip to the United Kingdom around an AJR concert, and I was standing in line outside the venue. The venue seated 450 people. Uh, it was called Sound Control in Manchester, England. And it was just me and two girls in line, two high school girls. And so we were there early enough that when the, the, band got out of their cabs, the older brother, Adam, he just looked at us and turned to me and says, what are you doing here? (laughs) Yeah. Well, on that note, thank you so much, PDB, for this. uh, this, it's, It's been an honor and a pleasure to have you again, sir. We'll have to do this Again, and like we said, maybe the wizard will never come back and we'll be better off for it. <laughs> well, hey, it's always my pleasure and honor to be sharing the uh, time with you, and uh, I'm always happy to do it. Thank you. Very much appreciated. Thank you, sir. You knocked it out of the park. Best to you, As both. always. You too. Good night. You too. Good night. All right. That was the David Bowers. Um and uh, I do want to mention that there, uh, I got a, I got a text leaks from Julian Mosley. Oh. <laughs> and let me let me go back to the beginning. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, where is it? Oh my God, this is so long. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Actually, the text first came from Jason Rawlings. And he says, yo, what's up everyone? I know we usually hate group texts, but your boy is getting married on the 28th. And I'm trying to do a bachelor party night on the 22nd to the 23rd, either staying in Connecticut or going to New York, or maybe just CT, let me know by this Wednesday, if you're down, please. If any ideas, drop it in here. Thanks all. Um, Then, so then Julian, sends this message. Remember, he said Team Justin before. Here he goes. Team Jason was goody. 
We're going to do Saturday, 323, as the day we celebrate Jason. We will start with brunch, then hit the links. This will be followed by a spa visit. Then we will, then finally we will do dinner slash a night out. So, so he oh, says no. brunch at 1130, golf at two, spa at six, dinner at nine. And I just said, can't make the bachelor party unless dinner is in New York. Hope everyone has a great time. And Jay, let me know why my ass wasn't invited to the wedding. Love. And then, um, and then right when I said that, Jay called me and was like, oh, because there's not really going to be a wedding. It's going to be a small thing, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, so then Julian took forever to give location details about any of this stuff. I find out that it's going to be in New York, unfortunately. So I'm like, oh, shit, I got to make an appearance. So oh my eventually I just said, whom does one have to blow to get the location details here? And Julian says, relax, I'm sending over now, lol. Let me tell you what he says. He says, brunch at the Smith, which is in Manhattan on the Upper West Side. Then hitting the links at Dunwoody Golf Course in Yonkers. Then meet up at Sojo Spa Club in Edgewater, New Jersey. For my NYCers, there's a shuttle if you want to take. Then dinner at nine at Burger and Lobster, which is apparently not even a nice place, uh, which is back in Manhattan. So from Manhattan to Yonkers to Edgewater, New Jersey, to back to Manhattan again. So I just said, I'll see y'all dump asses at brunch. Everything else sounds racist. And then um, nobody says anything until the actual day. And so the, on Saturday, I go to the brunch spot, and then I hear Ryan, and I look over, and it's, uh, Jay, it's Jay's friend, Ed. Meanwhile, I haven't seen this kid in like a decade, so he's 10 years older, so I don't recognize him. And I'm like, hey, Ed? And he said, yeah. And, um, and, of course, it's the two white guys got there on time. And then <laughs> we, like, uh, were waiting and waiting and waiting, and then I... I said, where are you dickheads at? Table is ready. And then Scott goes, sorry, dudes, we're running late. Can they sit you guys first half hour out? And we're like, they say full group only. Anyway, they finally get there, you know, mad late. And, um, and so I'm, I'm like hangry at this point, you know, hungry and angry. And, uh, and so I, I start getting like real, like uh, annoyed and, and, I said, listen, I don't know when they're going to be here. Can we sit just the table for two in the meantime? And the, the maitre d' girl goes, so you want to eat while you wait for them? And I said, yes. And um, we <laughs> ate. So Ed and I ate. Keep in mind, Ed was the only person on this whole trip that I really did not want to see. And it's just the two of us. So we, <laughs> so for some reason, I just told Jay I really don't want to see him. Um, so we, we ate, um, and then I was like, okay, when they get here, we'll pretend that we never ate. And, you know, that'll be an excuse to maybe order a second lunch because I'm a big fat guy. And, uh, uh, and so then they get there right as we're sign like right as we're paying the check and we're trying so hard to sneak sign the check. But then all of a sudden I feel two arms come from behind me and Jay is like, has me and he's either trying to kill me or hug me. And, um, then, and, and so then we, um, 
the you know stayed for the brunch. But as we're as we're waiting for the table for six, Scott says, "So so are you gonna meet up with us later?" And I said, "No, I'm, wait, no." He says, "So are you gonna meet us up with us later then?" And I said, "What are you laughing at?" I didn't even like David Bauer said. I didn't even get to the punchline. I'll do you one better. <laughs> Scott said, Scott said, so are you going to come uh, meet up with Slater? And I go, hell no. And he just looked at me like totally not understanding why I had such a visceral reaction. So are you going to meet up with us later? Hell no. <laughs> and, and then I thought, oop. I got to change the story here. I got to make sure he doesn't think I'm being an asshole. And I said, I got to go see Spock talk about addiction, which is true. I went that night to go see Zachary Quinto talk about his alcoholism. Um, so, oh, wow. uh, so I said, no, I got to go see Spock talk about addiction, which is an insane sentence, but it's what I said. Um, but I was so tired at the end of that night that when I was sitting there watching Spock and the doctor talk, uh, he was on stage with a doctor and I kept getting confused between Mr. Spock and Dr. Spock. And I was thinking that, that Mr. Spock was a doctor and that Zachary Quinto was a doctor. And I was getting very confused. I was so tired. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's what I said. He said, are you going to hang out with us later? Or, Hell no. And he just stared at me and he was like trying to guilt me or whatever. And he just doesn't, because this kid went all out, man. He flew all the way here. He was, he's been in for everything with the bachelor party from the jump. He, and he was like, so are you going to be at the wedding? I said, no, I wasn't invited. And he said, oh, but didn't Jay tell you that there's like not really a, and I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. he told me. Um, but, uh, but apparently Scott and Julian got invited. So there's that. Uh, but, um, but, you know, it, what do you think about all that? Oh, I think that's hilarious. I think you handled that correctly. You, uh, they, 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 they're always late. I don't know. I don't get it. They're always late. So that, that is nice of Scott to do that. And that was so nice of you to kind of join them in that regard. And then, uh, so when's the wedding? Is the wedding coming up? I, it's, you know, I, I, I'm not even on It's tomorrow. I don't talk to anybody anymore. It's, it's tomorrow. tomorrow. Tomorrow, that's the other thing, is when he said the 28th, I thought he meant like the 28th of June or something, you know, way in the future. Oh, my God. Who is he marrying? Yeah. Who I, I don't even know. I don't know who he's marrying. It's probably the, probably the girl that ditched uh, Richard Hakimi and Heshamon that you got to cancel the wedding. <laughs> oh, my God. There's too many weddings. See, this is why I don't have any more friends. I, I don't want to be at any wedding anymore. This is... This is what Dude, I'm doing. I'm, I'm actually do you know, off relationships. Do you know that Go ahead. I was I was invited to nothing on New Year's Eve, nothing at all, and I'm I'm thinking, man, this I must not have friends anymore because I'm so scared to hang out with anyone yeah. because I'm afraid that they're gonna yeah. invite me to their fucking wedding. Yeah, yeah, that's how I am too. That's how I am too. <laughs> I, I, I literally don't make any kind of friendships to go to social functions anymore because I don't want to be invited to their wedding. That's, that's what's happening. That's what's happening. I, 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 you know, that's how I am. I, don't, I, I sneak around the corner so I don't have to bump into anybody or make friendships at all. <laughs> I am anti-friendship all the way. 
I I will I am in a crusade against friendships. I will try God. to break up friendships if I can. You know, like when people ask me what what I'm doing on on Tinder or Grinder, uh, I I just say mm-hmm. anything but I say anything but friends, anything but friends. Yeah, exactly. And then people will yeah. they'll ask me like what why don't you want friends? And I said I have those already. And I also say uh, uh, I cannot take one more wedding. I can't take it. Can't take it. Um, oh. And then they laugh. But um, you know, I meant to tell you that there's a, a there was a dude because what would a blazing ride backstage be without a terrible grinder story? So there was this guy that came around, um, but we were messaging on grinder first, and he, uh, I asked as one sometimes does, any butt pick, and he wrote back, no. I don't see the difference between ass and ass. So I wrote, you've never heard of Jennifer Lopez? And he said, no. So that should have been my first sign that something was off. First, that he didn't know who J-Lo was. Secondly, that he didn't know who her ass is. And then, uh, um, and then so he comes over and he messages, like, some, uh, someone's at your door. And he can't tell the difference between the front door downstairs and the apartment door. And, and I was like, yeah, just open the door and come up to this apartment. And then he goes, no. And he says, come get me. So then I go downstairs and I get him. And he's saying really weird stuff that isn't making any sense. Yeah. And he's like, oh, why were people at your door? And I was like, it's, it's an apartment building. I mean, it's just a door that people go into and then you know we're 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 in the bed and he keeps asking that I uh lay down on top of him but that's it that's just lay down on top of him which I found out the wizard um the wizard has told me that uh he has heard about uh uh younger gays who ask mm-hmm. uh, big fat guys to lay down on them. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> so I guess I should take it as quite an insult, but he's asking me to lay down on him. And, um, and, and then like, uh, it's, it's just super awkward. Nothing is happening. Oh, and then at one point when I'm just like uh, uh, laying down on him, I go, uh, or no, he goes, he goes, I love you. And I said, what? And uh, he was like, oh, is that not something you're supposed to say? And I go, not when you just met someone, no. And he's like, oh, okay, sorry, sorry. And then um, we're laying there and he says, what's, what's your English name? And I said, what's my English name? And he said, oh, I should just say, what's your name? Because you're not Chinese. I said, yeah. Uh, that's, that's my name. My name is my name. You know my name. And um, then uh, he says, um, he says, do you want me to live here with you someday? And I go, <laughs> I go, dude, you're really... It's, it's, it's not, not, you don't ask that question. And he said, oh, is that not appropriate to ask? And I said, no, it's not. And, and then I was trying to figure out how do I get rid of this person who's a maniac? And um, 
he keeps telling me about all these like internships and jobs he got rejected from, and I'm like, yeah, so I would reject it too. Um, and uh, I'm like, all right, uh, uh, yeah, I have to meet my friend uh, at 6:30, and I, I was lying. I had said I had to meet my friend, and he said, is your friend a top two? And I said, he's straight. And he said, okay. And I'm making everything up here. And um, and. And then he's, oh, I forgot to tell you, before he even got there, he asked, can I wash my hair at your place? I forgot to tell you that. Can I wash my hair at your place? So then at the, when he finally started, I think I had to get up and start putting my clothes on to give him the hint um, to leave. Right, and so, right. so then he goes, are you finally going to tell me where the restroom is? And I said, it is the first thing I told you when you walked into the apartment was where the restroom was. And... Uh, and he said, can I wash my hair in your restroom? <laughs> and I said, your, your hair looks fine. And he said, really? No, I don't know. And then so he goes to the bathroom and he's in there for like, I don't know, 20 minutes. And then he finally comes out and he was like, I'll see you next time. Will there be a next time? And I go, sure. And then he's like, you're, you're not going to kiss me? And so I kiss him on the cheek and he gives me the finger with both hands on his way out. And I said, that's rude. And he goes, what? And I said, that's rude. And he said, oh, sorry, sorry. And I said, get home safe. And I closed the door and I locked it. <laughs> that is the most hilarious interaction I've ever heard of. Why did is it both fingers? I, I, don't I don't know. know. He was mad at he me for like not... Very, uh, very he what? like either a robot or unable to uh, compute uh, human beings. I don't know. Is this kind of robot? Was he a robot? <laughs> I, I wish he was a robot. Then I wouldn't have to deal with uh, his emotions. <laughs> oh, man. That's... Yeah. Anyway, oh, and and I left, by the way, at the end of brunch, you know, with Jay and them, when, when they all left, I said, I said, all right, I'm going to go take a shit. And I went out the other way and I went to the, to the bathroom. I went out, I, I did have to take a shit. I went to the bathroom and then I had something to do after that too. But in between, I didn't want to be relegated to be with this group the whole fucking day. Like these bachelor parties are right. So I ended up uh, going to a, a movie right after that brunch. And then after that is when I saw Spock talk about addiction. Um, but, yeah, bachelor parties are just the worst. The worst. And actually, bachelorette parties are even worse. Uh, the bachelor parties are the worst. I will never go to a bachelor party ever again. And, uh, oh, my yeah, God, right. it's terrible. Jesus, Jesus is, was, was probably the worst experience in my life still is <laughs> and, uh, I mean yeah. it, it ruined our friendship in a lot of ways I mean that's how bad it was, it was this, this, you know we we were groomsmen for this guy and uh, it, it ruined my I you know my ideal you know uh, depiction of him and he's he was oh god I, those flies those birds those flies I you know I keep thinking about the flies on the rim of his hat and the ones that were like tucked in the little creases of his shirt as he was walking around. Oh my God, that was like uh, that was. I'm surprised I didn't die 
in that trip. I don't know how we, how none of us uh, died. <laughs> that, was, that was a terrible trip. And then, and then I, I included that that insult. I included that roast of Jesus's wedding in Andrew's second best man speech. But you, and I did it for you. But you didn't even laugh at it. It was the room was dead. It, it was you know, terrible. No, I liked it. I liked it. You kidding me? I liked it. I liked that a lot. What are you talking about? I liked it a lot. <laughs> I think All right. I'm going through uh, serious uh, P- PTSD over there. I, if, uh, <laughs> That's if, right. We were back in Atlanta, huh? Back in Atlanta, you know, it, it was a much better, well-functioned wedding. But, uh, oh, God, it's just like reliving the nightmare of uh, Andrew and Stacy. And even though, this, you know, I, I forget her name, but she's much better. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, was just, it was nightmarish. It was nightmarish. Stacy, I, I just remember having to move Andrew out and then back in, and I think back out again. Three <laughs> times in like three months. Oh, her name, too much. Her name is too much. her name is Jada, and everyone wishes he just married her in the first place. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Jada would have been a better number one uh, than uh, number two. I agree. And then uh, they threw away all my uh, the gifts from the wedding, the coke. <laughs> Bottle opener and all this stuff. All my little cokes that threw it away in the airport. Well. And the peach rings. The what? It was terrible. Remember the little peach rings? They had little peach rings. The peach, uh, the peach candy. You know, they threw my, threw them away. Oh right, 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 right. That's rude. That was was rude. That was a good place though. That was uh, a. What the airport? Better wedding than. Yeah, at the airport. Yeah, it was a much better wedding. Yeah, he's getting married tomorrow at City Hall or something. But, uh, you know, uh, saying that Andrew's wedding was a much better wedding than Jesus's, I mean, uh, a wedding between David Koresh and Susan Smith would be a better wedding than Jesus's wedding. You know? Ugh. That's the thing. Bachelor party, I said, okay, bachelor party was horrible, but weddings are always fun. Yeah. Only wedding I've ever been to yeah. that there was not an ounce of fun at all. Yes. It was a, it Terrible. The wedding was something out of an old Western film, like, a, you know, like a, a duel at high noon in an old Western film where the music maybe, was uh, dr- dreary and depressing. Maybe the Jordan Peele version of an old Western film. Yeah, you're right. So you're right about yeah. that. And the uh, cupcakes flying over the edge. Uh, I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, this place is, it was doomed. It was doomed from the beginning. I thought that was your favorite part. It was. It was like the only part where I think there was like some kind of justice. Somebody would play a, a trick on them. It was, uh, you know, because it was terrible. I mean, that would, it was like 130,000 degrees. Oh, my God. We, that, that Marta is terrible. I, I have to say, my, my hated hate city is Atlanta, by far. I don't like Atlanta at all. Terrible city. Oh, my oh God. God. That's the worst cities I've ever been to. Oh. <laughs> Never again. Never again. 
We said that after Jesus' wedding, and we ended up back there, and they wouldn't clean our room, and you left the documents with the creepy concierge. I know, you're right, no, you're right. And then we, uh, we went back to see uh, Andrew's wedding. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God, that was, that was very awkward, that wedding. But it was better than Jesus' uh, uh, <laughs> wedding by far. Yes, yeah, oh so would God. a so would a wedding between Dr. Kavorki and one of his patients be better than Jesus' <laughs> wedding? <laughs> so true. So true. Oh my so, God. We don't even have pictures of that wedding, right? That's the good thing about it. There's no pictures. Of which one? Of uh, Jesus' wedding. I, I don't I don't even remember seeing pictures of that wedding. No, there's pictures. Party. Thank God. Thank the Lord. I hope there's not pictures there. Oh, there's definitely there's def, definitely pictures of the wedding. I don't know about the bachelor party, but yeah, I, ho- I hope not. That bar- bachelor party, yeah, like I said, it's the Jordan Peele version of a wedding experience. But um, <laughs> all right, so we're gonna do this again a month from now. Is this what you're telling yeah. me? Is this what you're telling me in my chair yeah, right now that I'm sitting in right now at this desk? As, as yes, my hand up, raised. I'm gonna be doing this once a month. We'll do this. Uh, in, in a month, absolutely. Uh, so we'll do it on the Thursday, right? The twenty uh, fifth uh, of April. April twenty fifth. All right. And I will not. I will not. Uh, you know, change it. So I guarantee you, one hundred percent. Well, that's what I was going to say. I have felt very out of it for the last eight months, and for the first time, right now, I don't feel out of it. Other than my crazy voice in this mic. Other than that, I feel like whole. You know. I agree. I, I have to say, I feel very de-stressed, actually. I've been yeah. holding it up. I was going to explode. Probably it probably would have happened at work or something like that. But uh, I think this is actually very helpful. So, uh, yes, we will we'll have it. It was my fault. It was my, my, my fault. So, we're, you know, that was, it was really bad of me. So I will not let that happen again. We're going we're gonna to have it at least once a month, maybe even more often. But uh, let's start it off slow and then kind of get ease into it, I think, you know, and uh, but it was good. Um, you know, I think it was a great episode. <laughs> yeah, if people can understand me. But yeah, yeah, great episode, yeah. David Bowers. Great. <laughs> um, well, so what's, I've been dying to ask you this question for, for the last eight months, and I don't know if I've ever asked you it before, but uh, what? Favorite, what is your favorite scene? What is your favorite scene in she's she's a she's a what is your favorite scene? What is your favorite scene in she's the It was it got a little Jiminy Glick in there. What is your favorite scene? You got a lot of Jiminy Glick. What do you say, uh, Jerry Seinfeld from the nineties? Jerry Seinfeld from the nineties. Uh, would you would you say uh, you grew up in New York City, right? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, would you say you got any education at all? Are you even educated? 
It's very good. I love Jiminy Glick, and I love the Seinfeld interview, and the Alec Baldwin interview is very good too. Uh, Wait, but, who? Uh, Alec Baldwin and who else? And Jiminy Glick. When Jiminy Glick's interviewing him. No, the other one. And actually, you said. Please, please check out Jiminy Glick and Dennis Hopper. That's one of the one of the better ones, I think. Oh, okay. It's hilarious. So Alec Baldwin, That's Dennis Hopper, and didn't you? What? And uh, Jerry and Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, okay. And Dennis Hopper, Jerry Seinfeld, and who? And Mr. Alec Baldwin. Okay. My favorite scene is she's the she's the main main feature of Amanda Bane's main, and I never thought I, I thought you'd never ask is when Amanda Bane's plays a uh, college coach college football coach and gives her team a lecture and it's a heck of a lecture especially when she's playing a bunch of nerds you know when you were a baby in your crib your father looked down at you he had but one hope someday my son will grow to be a man well look at you now you just got your asses whipped by a bunch of god Damn nerds. Nerds! Well, if I was you, I'd do something about it. I would get up and redeem myself in the eyes of my father, my maker, and my coach. And now let's get those damn nerds! Dude, that's my favorite scene. She's a big picture of me. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> yeah. And what's, what's, what's the colon? What's the colon there? That is colon uh, precious slash chocolate slash revenge of the nerds. Oh, very nice. <laughs> and my question to you is, sir, what is your favorite season? Oh, whew. oh! I do declare, I thought you'd never ask. My favorite scene, and she's my main feature man, mind the bane lane. I said, I said it, Scott. Hell no. <laughs> My favorite scene. Are you got? Are you gonna come hang out with us later? Hell no. <laughs> Is from um, she's the main colon precious uh, slash we're bringing out we're bringing back a a good one because uh, 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 because I'm not prepared. So this is my favorite scene. She's the main. Dear Nanugu, my name is Warren R. Schmidt. And I'm your new foster father. Let's see. Personal information. All right. I live in Omaha, Nebraska. My older brother, Harry, lives in Roanoke, Virginia with his wife, Estelle. Harry lost a leg two years ago to diabetes. I am 66 years old and recently retired as an assistant (laughs) vice president and actuary at Woodman of the World Insurance Company. God damn it, if they didn't replace me with some kid who... So maybe he's got a little theory under his belt and can plug a few numbers into a computer. But I could tell right off, he doesn't know a goddamn thing about genuine real work risk assessment or managing a department for that matter. The cocky bastard. And that's my favorite scene is she's the main man, future man, the bank man. <laughs> Yes. 
Yes. That's incredible. That's incredible. Yes. Uh, you know, yes, it was. Yes. I'm, I'm happy we're doing the show again. That's all I can say. That's it's back and we're better than ever. <laughs> yes. Aside from my mic issues. Yes. All right. Well, I am. I am uh, for the first time. I am whole in eight months, and I have you to thank for that. No one I'd rather talk to. Nowhere I'd rather be than right Likewise. here with you, Jonathan Weeks. Likewise. Absolutely. And Without I can you, think. Of, I think I would have blown up by now. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means, but uh, I, you sound like the lady from the uh, the who had the stroke with the or, the oral sex. That's right. I would have. Yes. Spontaneously combusted, just like her. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of, or, or the stroke that you had when the David Bowers was on. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence, and what are you going to do with that Barbie doll? You're going to take some dynamite, strap it to her back, and blast her off, because, baby, we're back. We're back, baby. Bye, Barbie. Good night, Weeks. Good night, everybody.